Theorizing that Quantum Leap would hold up after 30 years, two friends set out to watch every episode and vanished. Oh boy. Sam is a divorced mother of three. Nerds are obsessed with virginity. Young children can see Al. Oh boy! Featuring Kristen and Lee. Yeah! Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of... Oh, oh boy, boy! It's Kristen, Kristen and Lee. Lee. I'm Kristen. I'm Lee. And today... Down, 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 for down, for down. <laughs> Guys, we just watched, I would say, like a decent episode of Quantum. It was a fine episode. The episode was fine, but it just ended with this extra long credit sequence where that music played for like. Ten fucking minutes. <laughs> it was just ten minutes They went on nineteen nineties equivalent of Google and said music open source eighties rock. My God. And it was so long. And I guess you're right, like the only real reason could be that they were just under time. They basically replayed the entire episode, <laughs> so I'm pretty blown away by that. This episode also started with a brand new uh, opener. Yeah, they're really <laughs> fucking with format, aren't they? I don't know, man. And it was a longer opener than usual, too. Yeah. They were real under time. Yeah. Anyway, so we watched... What's the name of this episode? This is called Another Mother. Another Mother. And on this show, we discuss an episode of Quantum Leap. Having previously watched having the episode of Quantum Leap to which we are discussing. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm a little squirrely today. Me too. I'm on tour right now. Leet's on tour with his with his wonderful show that I have yet to see. <laughs> that I'm really excited to see. Um, I am really excited to see it, but I I can't I can't give you an unbiased opinion right now. Well, I you can't seen give it. me an unbiased opinion ever because we're friends. I mean, I could, yeah, I guess. I guess, but I don't lie. How about you? What's new with you? It's been busy. It's been busy, but uh, it's, I'm coming into a period of calm as the weather is beautiful outside and summer's upon us. Summer has summed, and uh, we um, now face this time of the year where uh, it's nice to have some time off. Where I get especially red. Yes. Also winter. I get especially right in the wintertime. Did I ever tell For you this? reasons. When I used to, uh, I used to wait tables in New York, mm-hmm. and um, everyone who worked in the kitchen was Mexican, and uh, they gave me a very special nickname, which was Chile Rojo, which is just red, chili. red, red pepper, red pepper. because in the wintertime I came in, I was so red from the cold that they just started calling me Chile Rojo. Oh. It's a pretty good, pretty good nickname. You were waiting tables in New York yeah. this month? Yeah. Every time we do a show, I learn like, I a fact you about that. you that like, I had no clue about. 
And it's all just coming together to paint a really intricate picture. I'm way less interesting than I am if I just say, Next like, week random... Is You'd be like, in 1802, I was... <laughs> I was vampire. <laughs> I was vampire. That's in, when in... I became vampire. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that about you. And the week after that, you'll be like, in the future, I go to Mars. <laughs> oh, wow, Lee, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything I've ever told you about myself is pretty pedestrian. It's like, I used to live in this place. I used to have that job. And you're like, perhaps he's vampire. <laughs> Anyone who's like slightly more exciting than me, I'm like, they must be a vampire. What a life he's lived. He surely cannot be one human's regular age. Like, he must have lived a million lives. I mean, it's true. I, I was waiting tables uh, in New York in the roaring 20s, so fair enough. Well, 23 is good, I guess. Um. Uh, Kristen, what do we do on this show? I told you. No, I forgot. I just said it. He simply must be vampire because he delights too much in my suffering. So this uh, new cold open, I do have to mention, has a very gravelly voiced man. Instead, it's yeah. usually, it's usually, well, you've heard our... It's usually uh, quite a relaxing female voice. Yeah, and this time it was like, theorizing that time could travel in one's own lifetime. Really? I got more like, like, like sage grandpa talking oh. about the old mm. days. Theorizing that one could time travel within one's own lifetime. Yeah. Hmm, yes, perhaps this was the man. We'll have to re-record the intro with you doing the man. Um, yeah, it was a new intro. And it just showcased, like, all, well, the, we, all also, the times he's... It hmm? gives us new information, too. Yeah. It says, like, oh, Sam went into the desert to build Quantum Leap. And it's like, I suppose, in like, the very first like episode, in the, cold ep- in the cold open of the very first episode, we saw Al driving through oh, a desert. Yeah. So I guess it's not, but it's... it's. I wondered if that was new information or information that I'd missed. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that no, the they desert never... was news to everyone at this point mm. when they watched it. Yeah. People are like, the desert, you say? That tells me nothing. <laughs> Why? Other than, again, another biblical reference. Mm-hmm. Sam went into the yeah. desert for mm-hmm. 40 days mm-hmm. and he wandered, 40 nights. wandered through the desert for 40 years, yeah. And he woke up at a different time. <laughs> basically. And, and the, the time that was supposed to last for one day lasted for eight days. Yeah. Train time, train time, someone saying a train. <laughs> we haven't done a train time in so long. I know, we haven't had the train. Mm-hmm. It's, it's integral. I missed you, go time. train. <laughs> Sam uh, leaps into a, 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 a suburban kitchen. Yes. Um, people are fighting. They are children. children. Are fighting, yeah. Um, there's a 11 year old go- girl fighting with a teenage boy. 15. And yes. then a little six year old. Yeah, a little six year old comes up and he's like, What well, about my dolly? Who we believe is Troy and Belisario. Yeah, little jelly bean. Cute little jelly bean. Cute little jelly bean. Terrible actor. What? I was okay with her. She was six. <laughs> Leave her alone. I know. What do you want, Quinn A. Wallace over here, like coming and making us? I don't know. She kind of she. I I was about to say like you know what do you want her to make us cry? But I'm like she kind of Troyan did make me cry a little bit. She's a cute little thing. 
She's a cute little thing. <laughs> Leave her alone. Anyway, um, this is our cold open. Is it Sam is a mommy? Sam's a mommy. I and he says I'm a mommy. Um, and that's our, our bump into the credits. <laughs> but can we agree? In this episode, throughout this episode, Sam's hair has never been featherier or more voluminous. It was pretty good. It was very good. I guess it was reflecting the large unpredictableness of the woman he had leapt into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 80s. He leapt into the 80s. It was 81, which I believe is the latest he's ever leapt into. Yeah, so I guess all of the hair products he would have at his disposal anyway would Mm -hmm. only encourage bigness and featheriness. Then uh, we the the first kind of big uh, twist of this episode is that young Troy and Belisario knows that Sam is Sam. Yes. Because oh, but the science behind it. Oh, is I wrote not down science. some of it. Um, um, children. They explain this in the next scene, but children exist in a natural alpha state. Kristen, did you know that? A natural alpha state. It just. Okay, the way that Al kind of rationalizes it, he's like, they're pure of heart. Yeah, pure of heart is They're pure of heart, and you can't lie to them, Sam. It's so easy to lie to children. Oh, they're so stupid. All people do is lie to children. What what do you think Santa Claus is? Wait, hold on. Oh, no. (laughs) What? I mean... Anyway. uh... Um, Yeah, no, but it's a natural alpha state. I can't... You know, she sees only the truth, okay? It's a natural alpha state, Kristen. Here's the thing. You will get the people who are like, well, children can see ghosts, and then they learn not to see ghosts or whatever. Like Also in The Rescuers, our children can hear the animals speak. Yes. Yeah, this is something... Like, I don't have a huge dispute with the concept itself. If you're going to say that, like, some people in this realm that Quantum Leap exists in... They've already said, like, some people can hear ghosts better than other people. Some people, dogs can see Al. Some people can see Al. Ghosts can see Al. Like, we've got Certain machines can amplify Al's voice. Yeah. Like, I get that. I'm okay with the logic behind, like, some things. Sometimes you can see Al, depending on certain circumstances. You know, whatever. But the pure of heart one... It's a natural alpha state. No, but even if they explained that a bit more, that, like, go there. That sounds sciencey. Let's talk about that. But the pure of heartedness of it shouldn't, shouldn't, um, Nicky, Ricky, teenager, 15, what's his name? Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Nicky, Ricky, Kevin, yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Like, he's a virgin. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Kevin's a virgin. (laughs) That's a big part of the show. Um, He seems like a nice guy. Hangs out with assholes. Shouldn't he be pure of heart? Like, what constitutes pure of heart then? Just being a child? Well, it's pure of heart. A childlike wonder? Pure of heart plus childlike wonder plus natural alpha state. Because here's the thing is that like... Like, by this time, Kevin's 15. He's probably in a, a, a beta state or even a gamma state. Who's to say? Maybe he can get to the um, alpha state, but it's not natural at that point. He's in a natural gamma state. Mm-hmm. And through unnatural means can return to the alpha state, but then it's not a natural alpha state. It's an unnatural alpha state, so he can't see L. All this is to say is it sounds a lot like the 
god time fate whatever thing where it's like and the pure of heart yeah i'm like let's throw pure of heart in the god alpha time state you know whoever wrote this episode was like oh well we've got to explain this but we're not actually going to explain anything (laughs) yeah we're just going to say words for about 45 seconds we don't have our techno babble writer here today i really don't know if we can go with go too far into this alpha state thing on the science level but yeah um Al, delighted that a child can see him because, of course, guess what? Al loves children. Al loves love. Al loves everything. Like, anything that Sam feels awkward with, Al is like, oh, that's just how you deal with kids. That's exactly how they write. That's exactly how they write Oh, no, kids, what do I do? Oh, no, 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 I'll deal with the kids. (laughs) Like, that's just... Just that when they're when they're trying to give Al like character traits, they're just like, "Well, what does Sam think of this?" Al thinks the opposite, <laughs> and that's- but also they're best friends. <laughs> but like in this case, it's just kind of I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's how they they have to write Sam, I guess, such that he's constantly a fish out of water. Like, it's more interesting if he leaps and is like, well, I don't know how to be a mommy. I don't know how to do this. I don't and know how Hal's to do that. And like, I was a mommy all through the 60s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? So it, it does lend a predictableness <laughs> to the show and to their relationship. But moving on. Um, yeah. Um, this is, I've got a lot of notes of this scene because everyone's throwing out a lot of information and I'm like, oh, well that might be important. Oh, that might be important. And none of it is important. I've got like all, they they go like, um, they talk about how, um, uh, the, the dad of this family, um, um, would you ever catch Sam's name in this episode? Mrs. No, just like Mrs. Brubaker or whatever. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, Sam's uh, husband uh, ran off with some bimbo, and Sam has his real estate license, and um, and all of this stuff um, that is unimportant. Yeah, it's totally unimportant. I guess I thought like, oh, we're gonna, it's gonna be about the divorce, or it's yeah. gonna be about her finding her feet on her own, or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh maybe kind of refreshing that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I needed to see that story. I don't know if I needed to see this one, but I don't know if I needed to see that one either. I don't know if we need to see Quantum Leap, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> and at first, I gotta say, in that first scene, Kevin was kind of a dick. First of all, when he's like, Mom, you're gonna send me to school with no breakfast? I'm like, you're like 42. Make yourself some eggs. <laughs> like... He's 15, but like, by God, when you're 15, you're making your own breakfast, especially when your poor mother, who's just been left by her husband and dealing with a divorce, trying to sell her house, trying to... has a baby, like yeah. she's five or something, but like she's the baby. She can't do anything on her own. And like the 11 year old's a little piece of work. I'm like, this mom is doing so much. And you're like, ma'am, make me eggs. You're 15. Make your own fucking eggs. I would be so <laughs> mad. I would be so mad. Yeah. And I was. Um, and Sam's very harried in this scene. He's he's in over his head. But this should be um, even more reason. Like, like none of the kids even really stop to be like, Mom, you seem kind of flustered. Yeah. Are you okay? They're just like, this is her stress level these days. Even more reason to make your own breakfast. Yeah. The fact that it's not surprising to Kevin that his mom is this addled 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. They also, like, they're they're piling shit on. There's, like, um, the uh, middle child, Susan, is like, oh, don't forget, you got to do um, carpool to thing. And then um, Kevin's like, oh, no, but you can't do that because you got to be at my swim meet. And, and again. Teresa's all like, my doll. My doll. Fix my doll. Um, and, and then. Like later in the same the same day, Sam's like, "Fuck it, let's go get pizza." It's like he's he's not actually doing the stuff that was on the schedule for that day. Oh, and that made me so nervous too, because I'm like, "Please," because he's like, "Let's go out for dinner. Why don't we all go all let all of us go out for dinner?" And I'm like, "Please look at this woman's bank account yeah. before you decide to go out for dinner." <laughs> I can tell you, it is not cheap. <laughs> Um, um, there's Just another thing that made me really nervous. Um, speaking of, um, um, Teresa, Teresa. Yeah. Teresa's natural alpha stage. She can also see Al. And when, when Al first appears, she goes, there's a man in a yucky shirt. And honestly, Teresa, good call. Good call. <laughs> oh, Teresa girl. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about this outfit. This just because they specifically flagged this one. I paid, I paid attention to Al's outfit. He was wearing... It's a shiny green and gold paisley, very balloon-like shirt that's very shiny. And it's also got, in addition to the green and gold shiny paisley, it's got spots all over it. Yeah. He's also wearing, like, forest green pants. Green yeah, trousers. And a forest green fedora. Uh-huh. It is the ugliest outfit I've ever seen. He's worn big old green outfits before because we named one the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah, but that um, was just like a straight up green shirt and pants. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was a repeat. I think. He also had this weird like two little buttons on this lip- collar and two little buttons on this collar. Like in a way that didn't look practical. At uh-huh. all. You know what I'm saying? I think so. Um, it was dumb. It was, <laughs> was a very ugly outfit that he spent a lot of time in. Um, I wrote to... that, why does she hate his amazing green outfit? So, I mean, I didn't hate it. Oh, I hated it. Well, I listen, mean, the shirt, like the pants, awful. the pants all and the, hat were fine. All the outfits are kind of But the garish. shirt was a real piece of work. Yeah, the shirt was not. Um, they have to convince Teresa that they are angels is in order to explain, because she keeps running away from Sam. And eventually yeah. they just say, like, she says, are you angels? And in classic odd couple fashion. Nay, say, we are but men. <laughs> Sam says Rock. no, and Al says yes, and then no. they look at each other, and then Sam goes like, yeah, sure, we're angels, whatever, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like, it was very cute, the whole thing with the two of them taking out, like, you know, looking after Teresa. Also kind of weird, you know, because I'm like, is her mom going to get back, and she's going to be like, two men looked after me for the last couple of days, and she's going to be like, what? My memory's kind of foggy. Go over that again. <laughs> two men also were looking after Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, that did not, like, ugh. Okay, um. Um, we get this, we get the download uh, from Al of what's about, what this episode is about. I do also just want to say, though, when the little kid keeps being like, that's not mom, I want mommy, I want mommy. And uh, Sam keeps being like to Susan, like, Susan, go talk to her, go talk to her. And then she's like. I don't know. She thinks you're some dude dressed like like mom. And, and look, uh, I know you're about to say ghost. What? You're about to say ghost. You would have assumed that it was a ghost. No. What? I'm confused. I'm assuming that you would have assumed that it was a ghost. 
Oh. Because you like that shit. Yeah. Well, all that aside, though, I was just going to say that, like, I think it's really funny because she's like, can you just, like, talk to her or something? And then Susan says, I'm 11. I don't have a, what do you think I got a degree in psychology? Or something. She says, I won't have my psychology degree for 14 That's more I was, years. I won't have my psych- psychology degree for 14 more years. I won't be like, but you got a great sense of humor, Susan. <laughs> like, Sewer I is love precocious Susan. and horny as fuck. <laughs> she loves Magnum P.I. She thirsty a big for, for Magnum. Tom Selleck. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she's always like, oh my God, he's a dreamboat. What the fuck is wrong with the rest of you? I'm like, what 11 year old has a crush on Tom Selleck? Every eleven-year-old in nineteen eighty-one. Really, though? Yes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I thought like you've got like a teen. You you have your teen heartthrob before you have your like. I want that enormous hairy mustachioed gentleman. You gotta be like twenty before you you're into the like mustache. I think, but it was the eighties. Tweet me. Yeah, everyone. When who... did you start noticing mustaches? When did you start falling in love with Tom Selleck? Um, my scale of this sort of thing has to go by Lord of the Rings. I guess I was like thirteen, fourteen when it came out, so a little bit older than than uh, our eleven-year-old Susan. And of course, when I was eleven, it was probably like just after Leonardo DiCaprio phase. But you know, like whatever. And and when everybody had a crush on Leo, it was like he was like young and dreamy. He was like attainable because he was as he he seemed young. You know what I mean? You don't go for, like, uh, the captain of the Titanic when you're, like, eight. Victor Garber? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, that wasn't No, he's him. not the Here's captain. Bernard Hill, I think, is the captain. <laughs> but anyway, so then Lord of the Rings came along, and fir- so here's how it goes. First, I noticed Frodo. You're like, well, look at those blue eyes. He looks around my age. What a cutie. I like Frodo. And then you get a little bit older, Two Towers comes out, and you're like, Legolas, though. I don't know. Like, look at that long, glossy blonde hair. He's taller. Like, you know, you're just you're just noticing him a bit more. But then, once you're like, I'm 16. I know what's up. <laughs> Aragorn, because <laughs> you're like, he's got dirt all over his face. His hair is messy. Like, but he's a man. <laughs> like, it's a bit. And then Gimli. No. And then Smeagol. <laughs> I've yet to hit my... my I'm, I'm entering Your into Smeagol phase. <laughs> no. No, Boromir is like... Because he's complicated. And that's kind of attractive. You're like, what's going on there? He's like Aragorn, but like you want to fix him. <laughs> but then... <laughs> but then you get a little bit older and you realize... Um, I want to be unique. I want to be different. And you start noticing people like Haldir or like some of the people who like aren't in the fellowship. You're like, who's this guy? Who's Hugo Weaving? Ooh, Elrond. Elrond Hubbard. Hubbard. Elrond Hubbard. Hubbard. <laughs> Master of Rivendond. Um, anyway. Rivendond. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just saying, uh, now that... Uh, I don't know. I feel like my Tom Selleck phase would have, if 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 I entered one, which I I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't ever. But it would have been like a few years ago. It would have been like twenty seven years old. You're like, <laughs> I guess I'm Tom just Selleck. looking for quantity of body hair. <laughs> I 
I'm looking for muscle mass and body hair at its most primitive, like, no, no frills level. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, but... <laughs> But all this is to but say, here we I are. don't have a dog. I don't, I don't understand I don't what you're what, saying, but I don't get what you Susan certainly did it. say it <laughs> on microphone. This is bad. No. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm just going to stop because I keep wanting to explain it. And we all know how that went when I talked about <laughs> ghosts and corpses and vampires. So anytime I have the impulse to say, listen, all I'm trying to say... <laughs> I'm just going to not continue saying it. <laughs> That'll last five minutes. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> okay. Um, we get the download on what Sam is there to prevent, and it's a doozy. Yes. I was just going to also clock that Kevin's also a dick, because then he goes, Mom, put on a dress when you show the house today, won't you? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> You put on a dress and drove the house. What do you mean? Fuck. Anyway. Hey, gotta, gotta eat, man. He's a growing boy. <laughs> He's 15. You know that's not something you tell your mother. Anyway, sorry. So, the doozy. The doozy. Um, Later in the next 24 hours, they say. This is all happening in 24 hours. Yeah. Kevin is going to run away from home disappear forever and his bloody clothes will be found in a dirty van <laughs> that's what we get oh. Whew. fuck man um poor kevin after i'm like what a dick what a dick he deserves it oh, no <laughs> no i just feel bad that i but he was being mean um <laughs> no i'm just saying it's okay that i was mad at him but obviously yeah. al and sam talking to the kid to Teresa about how, like, you gotta just pretend that I'm mommy for the next couple of days, okay? Uh, but when she's like, what's going on? Al gets flustered and says, uh, uh, humana, humana, well. And that is not an exaggeration. He says the word humana, humana. He says, humana, humana. And I saw you were missing, you missed it because he was, you were taking a note at that time, but he did a full on, like, like what, drumming his fingers on his lips? Like, humana, humana. It's like, like a good old Ralph Cramden impression yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then, but then this is the thing that drives me nuts is that Sam is like, well, how am I supposed to protect him? Look, I've got like carpool. And it's like, no, Sam, get another mom to drive the carpool. We Save a, this child's life. We have a huge priority. <laughs> and I would hope that that would yeah. be clear. It's like, I, uh, my schedule is too busy to do this thing that God has literally sent me here to do. Yeah. And uh, they talk briefly about... Al talks about having sex at age 15. Yeah. It says, like, oh, and then her parents came in and I got busted yeah, before they're, I they're talking got about, a chance to... Dot, dot, dot. Like... They're, they're, they're talking about, like, what... say come? Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. Why Why would he run away from home? Like, what, his life isn't that bad. What was the worst thing that ever happened to you when you were 15? And then... Al drops that. And you know, it turns out he's not too far from the truth. I do have to say, we we see Sam in the house, like, showing about to show the house or something. Or Raffaella comes in from next door. Yeah. Uh, Sam did a good job dressing himself up mm-hmm. in her clothes, I thought. He put on, like, a nice blue skirt and blouse and yeah. earrings, and he looked 
very presentable. This is another another very good episode where they didn't make a thing out of yeah he's wearing a dress or it, was it wasn't a shirt like and blouse like a laugh. Yeah. It wasn't even like even in um what price Gloria like there was a little fish out of waterness to it. But in this case, he's just like no, nope, got to put on the clothes, show the house, save the kid, roundhouse kick, cool. Yeah, but even like accessorized like the belt yeah. looked good, the yeah, shoes earrings looked good, big old chunky earrings. Yeah, 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 good for him. Um. So now are we at the school? Uh, yeah, we're at the school and um, we see oh uh, Kevin's group of friends who are nerds. And these kids were just terrible. Just terrible. They're being horrible about all the girls walking by. Yeah. They're like rating them and talking about their looks. Mm-hmm. They're being horrible to Kevin and like, meh, meh, you don't think you can get her or whatever. They're like trying to catch clearly Kevin in something. Yeah. Um, Kevin, who I would probably think like the dreamiest of all of them in a stereotypical way, maybe. Sure. I don't know. All I'm saying is like, you've got these kids who are like not as ripped or like attractive conventionally. Then this one kid, and they're all picking on him for mm-hmm. not being like sexually, yeah, f- forward. I yeah. don't, I don't know. I'm like, I, I think that's the only kid in this group who looks like fuckable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't. I didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, like clearly, like he's who, who looks like he should be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean. He's yeah, he's cool. He's funny and. Yeah, like he's the coolest of yeah. all of them. And then they all, to prove what a loser he is, start like quoting Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And they or, start attributing. We call it Demons and Dragons. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what Al calls it when he's. When they, they start attributing points totals to different girls, or to, to the character of Jackie Arnett specifically. Oh, well, she's a slut, so she'd probably be worth 50 points. It's like. I don't understand your rating system. I don't system. know the game. Like, like yeah, what is the game? Do you get more points for sleeping with a... conquest? Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. I'm just saying they're like, but like yeah, oh, it's... she'd be 50 points if you could make it work with the girl who supposedly is the easiest person to get with yeah. in the entire school. I'm like, that's not how Dungeons and Dragons work. <laughs> or maybe it just <laughs> like... goes up, up from 50, you know? Yeah. He's like 15,000 points for the class, like, um, uh, uh, none. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, whatever. And I guess we could start getting into the fact that, like, that's the hypocrisy of, of, of the male of toxic masculinity and the male gaze is, is that, like, um, how do I mean this? It, you know, like, they want, like, they want her to be slutty, but they also make fun of her for being slutty and they... Uh, called the girls who are like harder to get unfuckable mm-hmm. even though they prefer them to be unfuckable you know what I mean yeah it's, no, no. it's that like you can't do anything right kind of thing and in high school that's when it's the worst because you're just in your own little social universe like a microcosm of the world where everything's just compacted into this horrible thing yeah these kids are the worst um I am also going to say that one of those teenagers looked at a teenage girl and called her jailbait. Yes. And I'm like, you're 15. Yeah. It was, a, it was, it was Kevin. J- it was Kevin called one of the girls that they were kind of raiding jailbait. And she was like, clearly 
14 or 15. She was in high school like them. She was certainly no younger than 13 and no older than 16. Sure. Which is where I would put these characters we're looking at right now, the boys. Yeah. So I'm just like, what do you mean? Do you you know what that word means? I mean, you're all jailbait. (laughs) And or like, did you just like... In the first draft of this, the characters were all 18, and then... Yeah. They were like, well, you can't go out with her, because she's a like a, in grade nine. nine. And they'd be like, what? And, like, surprised, because, yeah. And then they just changed, like, they just copied and paid, or uh, find and replaced 15, or 18 to 15, but didn't actually change the yeah. jailbait line. Very weird. Yeah, it was strange. It was for sure strange. And then, but also, um, while they're while they're kind of slut shaming Jackie Arnett, um, Kevin, quote unquote, comes to her defense and says, you know, like, oh, she's not like that. We, uh, she lives a couple blocks away from me, and we've become friendly. Oh, and Al is watching this. Yeah, Al's the there. He centered himself on Kevin. Yeah, and I was like, good for you, defender honor. I mean, I don't know. There's this whole thing of even even when he's quote unquote defending her honor, it's not like it's not leave her alone. That's not your business. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything. It's like no, she, she isn't that. that thing that you say she is. Well, it's like the whole you're not like other girls, are you? Compliment where you're yeah. like, what do you what? not like about girls? Why don't you like women? <laughs> yeah, what's your problem with women? <laughs> what exactly is your issue with women? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man if only i could have said that every time somebody told me that but i didn't know that's the thing back yeah. when i was a teenager i didn't know you're like oh my god that is a compliment thank you so much other women, women suck. are the worst and then you grow up and you're like wait a second what about do you think it'd be nice, would you feel flattered now if somebody came up to you and said like you are exactly like all other women I know. You know what? I just think anybody who's going to talk about no. all other women. Yeah, or I just think talking about women should. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. It's just dumb. But like back then, we all we all drank that horrible Kool Aid. Yeah. So what do you do? Um. So then Al runs back to Sam and says, "Like I know what you got to do, Sam. You got to tell your son about fucking." Oh yeah, like and and Sam's like, oh, "I'm not going to do this. This is ridiculous." And Al's like. Like, literally, he's like, listen, I looked at Ziggy, and Ziggy says you gotta get in the fuck. Like, like the thing that we make fun of every episode as an exaggeration of Al came to fruition in this scene. So, that's great. And then Sam's compromise is kind of like, okay, like, I'll tell him how to seduce a woman, but I'm not gonna tell him about the fucking part, because that works so well. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yes, yeah, again, um, Al in this conversation says, Oh, I think he kind of likes her. You know, you never defend a girl's honor unless you like her. It's like, Well, that's. That's terrible. Again, I mean, yes, in a, in a world where, <laughs> you know, it's okay to be like, No, she's not like that. She's, she's not sexually active. And. She's not like other girls. In the same world where that's a compliment, I suppose this is also true. Yeah. You it's like, only it could defend just like... a girl's honor if you, if you like her. Yeah, because we have no human compassion. Exactly. This is in a world where there is no such thing as human compassion. It is only everything is just a means to getting laid. And this is also very funny because Sam, 
says, specifically, I'm not going to teach him about sexual intercourse. You know, those two words that we use in conversation all the time. Yeah, and it's also like, oh, whatever. That That's the best way to go into talking about it, really. Like, maybe, is to be clinical about it. Be like, hey, Kevin, do you know about sexual intercourse? Have you been taught this at school? Let's talk about condoms. You probably have been. Let's talk about sexual intercourse. Uh, use a condom. <laughs> like, that would be the more Sam way of, of approaching it. Oh, but then, of course, little Teresa comes in and she's like, what's sexual on her nurse? <laughs> so cute. On her nurse. On her nurse. Undercorns. <laughs> Undercorns is very good. Sexual undercorns. Um, um, so this is when, when Sam's like, fuck it. I'm taking everybody to pizza. Fuck your swim meet. Fuck your uh, carpool. We're just going to go to pizza. Also, there's a, a van driving around. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got this weird ticking clock of the first half of this episode. There's this very dirty van. <laughs> And it's just like the first time we see the van, it's driving past a sign that says, Welcome to Arizona. And then the second time we see the van, it's driving, it's like uh, Scottsdale, 62 miles. And it's like, are you just like, this is our ticking clock is just like how close they are to the city. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's pretty dreadful. There's two horrible men in the van mm-hmm. um, who like, watch children uh and uh then we get back to sam uh coming back with the kids after pizza and um kevin's moping in the car so sam suggests a game of ping pong because that's the best place to have a heart to heart is in the garage playing ping pong yep um and it's also one of those stupid moments that i think where where uh she's like Sam goes like, hey, uh, Kevin, like, you want to play a game of ping pong? And he's like, mom, you hate ping pong. Sam's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I always hate when they do that in like identity mm-hmm. disguise shows or movies where it's like, there, there's something that's, did we talk about this already? We've made this joke already. Have we? Or is this a joke on in a movie where it's like someone's like, uh, let's play ping pong. They're like, what? Don't you remember that you're allergic to ping pong? Like, uh, right. Okay. What I meant was, uh, we're going to go inside and eat sandwiches. Sandwiches. Like, don't you know that you had a traumatic experience with sandwiches and now you can't look at them without puking? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to have a shower. Shower? You can't get in water. Like, you know what I mean? There's like a time travel trope where it's like, no matter what, you're just, always picking the wrong thing so that's all mom you hate ping pong who hates ping pong who hates ping pong and also just like hey maybe she wants to fucking talk to you like yeah if if my mom was like one day when i was a teenager like uh hey can i play video games with you for a sec i would be like we're about to have a serious talk yeah i wouldn't be like you hate video games what what's wrong with you i would be like I'm in trouble or something, or that reminds she thinks me. I don't know about sex yet or something. <laughs> it reminds me about something. Some I won't remember. I can't remember who whose thing this is. I think it might be Linda Holmes from Pop Culture Happy Hour and NPR and various other things, and a delight on Twitter. Um, she had, I think, a friend who used to say that um, 
basketball hoops and Nintendo were invented so men could talk about their feelings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. Anyway, so like, it's like clearly like, hey, mom has never expressed any interest in playing ping pong. I'm moping about an existential crisis in my t- young teenage life. She says, hey, do you want to play some ping pong? Like, I've, I'm on to you, mom. I yeah. get it. Like, why don't we just sit down and talk then? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, and he says, like, well, whenever my dad wanted to talk about something, we always played ping pong. And I'm like, oh, it's Adam and his sad, sad daddy cry, cry but also, time. But also then Kevin says, what are you talking about? Your dad died when you were two. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, uh, yeah. They attempt to have a heart-to-heart. doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, and Sam's kind of acting like, even though apparently the thing with Kevin happens soon, right? Within 24 hours, he's kind of just like, I think it's all good. We're all just going to have a fun night. Also, of which 12 hours have elapsed already. Yeah, I might be like, okay, did that work? I don't know. What do we do now? And like, I guess the idea is that he's just so busy with Teresa and Mm -hmm. Susan, who's just watching Magnum P.I., (laughs) <laughs> like I don't see why we're worried about this kid. She's fine. She's got it figured out. She knows what she wants. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. You were here for such a short amount of time to do one thing. One thing, and you're like, I think I did it. I think I got it right. That ping pong game covered it, right? Yeah. This is going to prevent him from getting kidnapped. Yeah. Um, We cut over to, um, what's her name? Jackie. We cut over to Jackie's house where all the nerds are gathered and they're trying to convince her to... um, Do something. Pull a a prank on Kevin. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know, this seems mean. This seems mean. No, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. And after, after we do this, then we're going to declare him a wizard. Because... That's how Dungeons and Dragons works. Yeah, I, I mean, J- Jackie doesn't seem like a nerd or a Dungeons and Dragons fan, but she's got to be like, "What do you mean a wizard?" He's like the... in in the game, or do you think you are wizards? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, is his <laughs> is his character a wizard or not? <laughs> are you larping? You is know... that what this is? Dumb. And even the fact, and then that one kid is like, "Well, I mean, you know, I am the class president, and you got you want to go to homecoming with me because the Mardi Gras dance." Oh yeah, like do you the Mardi Gras famously a really big thing in Scottsdale, Arizona? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. in high school, I'm the class president, and if you want to be queen of the Mardi Gras dance, then you have to go with me. So do this fucking prank. There are like seven different things in that sentence that I don't want to do. Yeah. I do not want to be queen of Mardi Gras. I do not want to go to a dance with you. I do not want to trick my friend. And I don't want to do it like by by like playing into this slut stereotype that you're putting on me. Yeah, the whole thing is dreadful. Um, we'll get to it. Uh, but before then... Who wants to be the queen of the Mardi Gras dance? I don't know. I mean, if it was like real Mardi Gras, don't you have to like eat the cake and find the baby or something? <laughs> Did any of that make sense? Find a cake and eat there, a baby? No, eat the cake and find the baby. There's like a thing where you, everyone gets a slice of cake 
And then if you get a piece with a figurine of a baby in it, you're like, is that what makes the queen of Mardi Gras? I think maybe king. I could be wrong. Tweet me. Am I right about Mardi Gras? That's at Kristen Leet, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-L-E-E-T-E. With an at at the beginning. Just like Twitter. You know, Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's kind of right. But like it, about Mardi Gras. But anyway, whatever. The school's fucked. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah. So. And I also, on top of all of those things that Jackie doesn't want to do, I guarantee you that uh, Kevin does not want to be a wizard in yeah. your little toy game. <laughs> We have to decide if he's cool enough to be a Dungeons and Dragons wizard. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, and yeah, so they're back at the house. Yep. Um, Sam is taking care of Teresa, who just had her bath. And Susan's... Oh, Susan went next door for some reason to hang out. It's because um, Kevin turned off Magnum P.I. and she got angry. So she went next door. To watch Magnum P.I. Okay. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Kevin Kevin tries to leave and Sam goes like, no, because kidnapping. And he goes, no, but I'm going to go see Raiders again. And yeah. Sam goes, no. I said no. Yeah. yeah this is a very the good, good mom authority voice. Very good. Yeah. And uh, so then uh, and he's staying calm. Staying calm. He's like, I don't think that's a good idea tonight. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, of course, Kevin goes up to his room and climbs out the window and leaves. Have you ever done that? Um, not climbed I, out a window to leave a building. Yeah, I mean, when when I was a kid, we used to um, like sneak out at night and just like prowl the streets and stuff. But it never, never specifically like I was sent to my room and I escaped or mm. anything. And I never really had a very strict curfew either. We just did it because we were little hoodlums. But oh, man, I always thought that would be so cool. I had a bedroom once that the roof was climbable onto, but I was like, it was like, I just knew you can't do that. Uh-huh. But I dream about it. I'd be like, wouldn't it be so cool? But I'd be like, never, never going to happen. No one even told me you can't do that. I just knew you don't do that. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was a very good kid. I was in the basement. So like the windows were floor over were ground level. So we just like climbed off the, over the bed and out the window. Mm-hmm. And then we just prowled the streets. It was dope. What do you mean by prowled the streets? Like yeah. Batman? No, like 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 little like little <laughs> vandalizers. Okay. All and right. and little pranksters. <laughs> We're little little sneaky pranksters. <laughs> yeah. So he sneaks out. He goes and Jackie's. It's it's like. Okay. Oh. I almost Ooh. forgot about the music. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Do you remember? Okay. I don't remember how it goes. They go, go uh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it back. I got to get it back to me. But like, he's at Jackie's house. Her parents are gone. They're sitting on the couch. And the music, I think, is meant to be like, it's going to be a sexy scene. But the music is like, like, you know, those TV shows from the 80s or early 90s for like, kids or tweens like i don't even know because i was i was born in 89 but like let me try to get this music back it was kind of like um like 
Bounce, bound, bound, bound it down, bound, bound it down, bound, 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 like like it was energized. Like you picture geometric shapes in neon colors. Yeah, like yeah, that very open source, very body break. I would say. Yeah, like body break, Saved by the Bell, kind of like that's the era we're looking at here. And, and they're I just, just sitting on the couch staring at And we also other. have to say it's diegetic music. Like, yeah. this is music that they she are playing chose. in the scene. And she says, oh, I'm going to go put on another tape. And then puts on another, like, Creative Commons fucking license, unlicensed music. It's like slightly with, with less. no words or obnoxious. instruments of any kind. Like, what are we listening to? Are we listening to, like, Kid Bop 84 or something? Or like, guess... Kid Bop without the voice? Yeah, like yeah. Karaoke Kid Bop? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's karaoke <laughs> Kid Bop. You found it. You found it. Um, and And he's like... I don't know what to say or something. And she's like, well, we don't have to talk. We can just do it. We can just just, fuck. We can just get started. And I'm like, that should be your first red flag is like a girl who has not shown you any kind of interest in this way before. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly she's like, well, we can just have sex. We could just fuck. I'd be like, hang on now. Hold on one moment. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I just got here and you do not like me. (laughs) We've. We're acquaintances. <laughs> like, and she's also just like fully, just like go over there and take off your clothes. Like, um, again, like, maybe we should smooch for a sec. Kevin, I know you're 15, and I know you're a virgin, and I know that I know that like the implication is like you you should just be so happy this is happening that you just say like yes, ma'am, and just take yeah. your clothes off. But like logically, there have got to be some red flags in your head yeah. that are like this seems suspicious. This is too easy. <laughs> What do you mean? We don't have to. Yeah, it, it's very strange. Yeah, is it? And even even like best case scenario, and it's like no, she she wants o- only it. wants. To. She only she just she's really attracted to me, and she's shooting her shot. Like, hey, like maybe we should do we should d- touch before I get myself completely naked. Well, and you know what? I guess that that's part of it right because she just wants to get it over with because she knows she's about to like prank him prank him yeah, yeah she doesn't like a little mean... sneaky prankster <laughs> a sneaky prankster <laughs> like a regular leet stetson in the <laughs> night <laughs> but like he's like well i don't know i just feel like uh, i don't know he says something like why like what's going on and she's like does there need to be a reason like shouldn't it just like shouldn't you just let it happen or like shouldn't it just happen isn't this enough and it's like well no and it's nice it's very sweet that this 15 year old boy is like i would like to get to know you (laughs) like i would like to remember your last name (laughs) like it is arnett i know but my joke was like i don't know you know what i mean like how was your day at school like it's nice that he isn't just like, okay, yeah. let's go. He is like, so nervous. Yeah, he's nervous, but he also likes her. Like, yeah. And that's the other that's thing. The and thing. he does want to like go out with her. He doesn't want to just bone down. He yeah. wants to have a relationship with her. I'm like, oh, Kevin, come on. Um, it's very sweet. And that's another reason why he's just like, okay. But then he probably... I'm so torn because I'm like, how stupid are you? Why would you just start taking your clothes off? But on the other hand, if you do really like this girl and she's like... Yeah, you... You, you want to make her happy, like... 
you don't want to reject her, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Fortunately, he doesn't get... He, he unbuttons his shirt and gets nowhere else before he says, I don't know how. Which yeah. is, again, very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. And she goes, oh, Kevin, why? Are you a virgin? And he says, yes. And then immediately four guys pile out of the closet because this is what the prank was. But they also kissed before that moment. Yeah, they smooched. They smooched and... I mean, that's probably more than any of his wizard friends have done. It's so funny that and they're then, making fun of him for being a virgin, and they're the biggest dorks. And Al says, like, they are all virgins. Yeah, he's, I don't he's know why he specifically knows about that. one of them. Like, why, why is that information he have on record yeah. that these boys were all virgins? But as soon as time. they start making fun of him, he goes to, to one of them, he goes like, so what? You're a virgin. You will be for the next six years. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but the other thing... Uh, yeah, so he kissed this pretty girl. Like, which, which none of the other ones the have. Of them. And, like, again, I'm not objectifying him or anything, but, like, he took his shirt off. That Like, Kevin was... He's on the swim team. He's on the swim team. He was pretty ripped. I'm like, this is a cool kid. He's a cool kid. He <laughs> does a snappy dresser. Like, I'm just saying. I like him. Yeah. Like, He's Blossom's brother. <laughs> this again? He was Blossom's brother. You don't remember? Oh, was he actually? I thought for sure oh, you'd recognize we, him. We talked about yeah. that last time. I don't. You don't remember, remember that character that at brother. all. No, I've eliminated him. I remember a no, not a. What is he? Joey saying? Lawrence. Is that what he says? Yeah. He says. What did he say? It's whoa. Not a. Yeah, it's whoa. I was thinking of the font. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and seven. I remember. No. Six. Six. What's her name? Oh, six? I thought you were. I was like. I was like. No, that was Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, her name was Six. Six. I always get it confused because do you watch Seinfeld? Uh, yeah. Do you remember that episode where George says he's got like the perfect baby name and they're like, what is it? He's like, Seven. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember thinking like, that is really cool. Um, uh, Roseanne, they did a, a late season new baby that was named Seven, I thought. And I thought it was directly making fun of um, Six. Six. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, anyway, I've been calling six seven oh i also just want to say though when they're sitting on the couch and she's like well we should just get started she reaches over and pretty much just grabs his dick yeah like very high on the thigh she just goes for it and i'm like i was not expecting it i was not expecting to see that i love i like the I idea that like, like when, you know they they um uh you know went went to set just rehearsed the scene and then said okay everybody take five while we just set up the lights or whatever and he immediately like just tucks to tucks it to the right just to make sure and yep we're good we are good um so then after after they all pile out of the closet and start making fun of him he just hops back on his bike with his shirt still unbuttoned and starts flying away on the bike right past this dirty van that immediately turns back on and starts following him we're back uh, at um, Sam's house where he's putting uh, Teresa to bed. Yeah. And they're like singing. Oh, yeah. Al, Al sings Inchworm, Inchworm. to her. It's super cute. It's so adorable. I'm pretty sure I had that clown lamp that had like, there's like, a, I didn't see the bottom of it, but she had a lamp that had balloons. And uh, I had one that had a clown holding the balloons. I was like, dang, whatever happened to that clown lamp? It's probably worth like a pretty penny nowadays. Yeah. 
because they're putting Teresa to bed, they say, oh, go turn off the music in uh, oh. What's-His-Nuts' room. And then uh, Sam, Kevin. Kevin, he comes back and says, oh, no, he left, as we immediately should have known that he would. Yeah. Um, and then they figure out, they find Jackie's address. Sam chases them down. He misses Kevin by a couple of seconds, starts following him down the road in the station wagon, finds his bike where he was picked up by the creepers in the van. And then starts following the van, correct? Sounds good. Checks out. We cut to the inside of the van where Kevin is bound with duct tape around his wrists and over his mouth. And creepy, um, creepy old man, they're driving and the one who isn't driving starts creepily like climbing gently into the back. And again, like they're just coating this so strongly. Like they're not waiting to get back to their hideout or anything like that. It's just like... We're not going to say anything that's that that could or will happen here, but we're just going to very, very, very slowly make you watch it happen. Yeah. Awful. Just just awful. These. Oh, man. These actors. Poor guys. I know. These poor actors. Imagine the audition. They're like, well, there's no lines. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is completely SOC. You were chosen because you look like a you pedophile. Were for your looks. Oh. And okay. now act the shit out of this. Playing, uh, like, like Donald Bain. <laughs> like, you know. Like. <laughs> Donald Bain is your Paul? I'm just thinking what's a very average yeah. role. Like that like just a guy might an actor might play somewhere. Like yeah. I was just playing. Malcolm and Big Beth, and now like, you're, tell, you're telling me I look like this. Like, well, I mean, we'll put a gross shirt on you, yeah. like a knife with a holster yeah. on its side, which I found kind of strange. Of like, you need a holster for that knife. Like, I don't know. That's weird. But you know what? I'm not going to judge how weird these creeps are because they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor guys. Poor guys. All they, all they did was like have dirt on their face and smile creepily and that's all we need and then to know. one of them licked his lips Ugh. and sam pulls up in the car sam like starts as as this guy's crawling into the back of the van we see we hear oh, al honking. by the way centered on kevin so al is in there yeah and he's like i'll kill you if I'll you touch him you. i'll kill if you if you put a hand on him or if you lay one finger on him i'll kill you again coding like it's like yeah we know nobody's saying what's going to happen. And thank God. I mean, I guess whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know I don't if it's want better or worse. It. It's all bad. Yeah, it's all bad. It's all bad. Um, um, yeah, so Sam pulls up. They look in the side mirror and they just see like a yeah, pretty he, lady. He drives them off the road. He sideswipes them. But also they're in the middle of the desert. So he sideswipes them off the road. And then they just stop. Like, why didn't they just keep driving? Yeah. They were, there was nothing, it's not like they crashed into anything. They just, he just like sideswiped them off the road and they were like, well, I guess here we are. This is where it happens. I guess we gotta stay here. This is where I die. Yeah. Well, maybe they were going to drive off, but the, the idea is that creep number one in the driver's seat looks in the mirror and sees like a pretty lady and is like. Yeah. Is happy. Yeah. Is into it. Yep. Um, so Sam gets out of the car. And the driver gets out of the car, and they start to face off. 
At this point, Al says, "Don't something, something, uh, they've got Kevin in the back. And Sam says, they, you mean there's two of them? And at that exact moment, the other one comes around the side of the car van. And grabs him. And grabs him. It's like, Al, like... Could use that intel, bud. Yeah. Look out. There's two of them. First yeah. thing, as soon as he gets out of the car. We learned that Sam knows just all of the martial arts. Oh, I don't yeah. remember exactly, but... Um, was that him or her? Because I, I didn't hear the line totally, so I thought maybe maybe Al was saying, like, she knows all these things. No, it's Sam. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been dope. Um, but yeah, Sam, I don't know, does, does a move and says, oh, shit, I know how to do martial arts. And Al goes, yeah, you know how to do... Jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, you know how to do karate, you know how to do you Brazilian... You invented karate. Yeah, Muay Thai, I think he said. Like, he knows fucking everything. Because of course he does. Yeah. And then he just he just beats them up. Just, just, he just he, beats he, them he, up. He beats them up and they uh, leaves them unconscious and goes and gets... Um, Kevin. Kevin out. Kevin recovered very quickly. Very from quickly. From a very traumatic experience. Yeah, they, we go to breakfast the next morning. He's just like, well, I'm off to school, I guess. Just eating his eggs. He's like, yeah, anyway, I better go. I'm like, you're not going anywhere. You, like, the police are nowhere near done with you. Well, I, I, it's like you should have been like hospital first. Hospital? Just to make sure. Because like, he got hit. Like He had a black eye. Yeah. He, he was, yeah, he should have been hospital first. The police probably would have come to the hospital uh-huh. um, and maybe taken a report there or whatever. And, like, he would have been there all night and then maybe home. And then, like, a psychologist? Maybe not right away, but definitely, like, they might be like, go home, sleep, because he didn't sleep all night. Yeah. Take a week off of school. First off, you're not going to school, man. Yeah. Like, but no, he bounced back the next day. Damn the next day, day and <laughs> wanders into the cafeteria. Train time, train, train time. time. When will the trains go away? Yeah, he he goes to school. We walk into the cafeteria. His his black eye's gone, by the way. Yeah, he's fine. Normal normal day for Kev. It just made me so mad because his friends right away are like bullying him. Yeah. Like they see him and they start like making fun of the fact that he's a virgin yeah. in front of everyone. I'm like, this is one of the many reasons you shouldn't have come in today. Like, <laughs> like if if I had the night that he had and I went to school and some idiots started doing that to me, I would lose it. Like I would have. Kevin was very cool about it, given that he just had the worst night. Yep. Um, On the other hand, maybe he's just like, yep. I've seen how much worse it could be. But again, like they, 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 they go up to Jackie and they're like, oh, you want to go to this Mardi Gras dance with me, don't you? And she's like, you you keep saying that I want to do this thing. <laughs> Why, what gives you the impression that I ever wanted to well, do this? Whence did you get this idea? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm not going to this Mardi Gras dance. They're like, well, you're not going to the Mardi Gras dance? <laughs> be so fun she's like what it sounds ridiculous this is scottsdale arizona (laughs) i want to eat some terrible jambalaya that (laughs) no one who knows how to make made (laughs) anyway so kevin kevin Mm, walks in and so hungry (laughs) the nerds the nerds immediately go ladies and gentlemen the virgin which again i just have to say if you're a fucking nerd in high school 
And every single goddamn one of them is a virgin. Like, you just, you don't bring it up because literally everyone's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I also just think it's like... No one will ever touch you. It's like a stupid, stupid prank on many levels because the other thing is it's not like they have like a video or a picture or something. They're just, for all the rest of the school knows... They just decided to just say that he's a virgin. Yeah, he could you know just, what I mean? Like, Kevin could absolutely just be like, done that without what the fuck thing. are you talking about? Like, would have been like, huh, okay. Like, enjoy yourselves, boys. Like, Why are you so focused on, on my sex life? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah absolutely. Like, and, and Jackie's involvement was not necessary for that. Yeah. Like, if this is all they wanted him to do, it's, it's, it's also like, they're supposed to be kind of like they're the group of friends. I'm like, you should know. Well, maybe not no. know. I don't know how boys are with this stuff, but like, it just it was a dumb prank. Cause it, it was dumb. Like, like it wasn't <laughs> even at a party. That's the thing. If it happened at a party, that's all it needed. That's all it needed. It should have been at the Mardi Gras dance. Yeah. Um, but then again, maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is is that today didn't really matter. Maybe, like, yes, the kids were like, we're going to tell the whole school. But maybe it was really just about all of them knowing for sure that mm-hmm. he was still a virgin. Maybe. Which is weird. That's weird. Because they all are. They all are. And will remain so indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, so they just say, everybody, look, Kevin is a virgin. And Jackie <laughs> says, this is what Jack is, Jackie's reaction. She goes, Kevin? You gotta be kidding me. And they smooch. Yeah, she like starts macking on him. Yeah. And it's And he macks back. And they they mack together. <laughs> um And then And they're all just stunned because Jackie's stunned. making out with him. But again, you set it up that she <laughs> makes out with everyone. So it's like every horrible lie or like gossip that this group of friends is propagating comes back in a way that doesn't help their cause to humiliate him anyway because it's like what do you care if she's kissing him anyway because you just said she kisses everyone she's super easy yeah but then he is a whatever the whole thing is stupid and also that like again the solution to this problem is like oh we have this problem the problem is that this group of assholes is telling everybody at school that kevin is a virgin and the solution to that is to lie and convince them that he's not a virgin yeah that like no that doesn't address the problem yeah yeah like, I, I for sure, like, going going through this entire episode, I thought the solution was going to be Al pulling information from Ziggy and him being like, oh, yeah, he's a virgin, too. He's a virgin, too. He's a virgin, too. Like, like that. Yeah, and with proof to back it and up. And with so proof. even better. It's be like, like, oh, he jerks off in his sister's laundry hamper or whatever. Like, just, like, embarrassing them all. That, I thought, was going to be, and it was going to be, like... Um, um, poetic justice. But in this case, it's like, no, what we're going to do is we're going to tell a lie that perpetuates this stupid um, um, system of, of, of points. Yeah. That laundry hamper thing really uh, messed me up. It was uh, pretty specific. <laughs> pretty specific. I don't know. I just like said a thing that I thought would be embarrassing. It's okay. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Well, now we're all embarrassed, so. <laughs> Here we are. Um, That's all right. Remember the episode where I talked about necrophilia for 20 minutes? 
And now you'd fuck that blue corpse. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no. And then um, we just get um, uh, one final wrap up with Sam and Al. Al is teaching uh, Teresa oh, about the, the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Uh, because they've formed a very close bond. I do have to say, so she is like five or six. And like, like she's, she's little, but she's not one. <laughs> and he's like, what's this? And a T-Rex comes up and Sam's and she's like, got like little she's holograms. not going to know that. I'm like, I'm sorry. Two-year-olds know what a T-Rex yeah, is. T-Rex is the most popular of dinosaurs. If I know anything about two-year-olds, it's that they love T-Rexes. So Sam, PhDs. one of, one of Sam's PhDs is not in early childhood education. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was sad. This part got me. It kind of got me. <laughs> and then this is Al also being weird. All paternal. Is that Sam, like, at one point, like, said, uh, it's it's because Sam can't leap until um, Kevin confronts his bullies. And so after uh, Kevin does that, Sam just kind of perks up a little bit and goes, Al, and gives him, like, a knowing look. And Al goes, oh, well, we're going to have to go soon, but your mom's coming back. Which is like, did God just give Sam like a heads up? Wrap it up. This is the first time he's Wrap gotten like up. you've got a leap. This is like the first time he's gotten kind of a premonition of it. Al's sad that he has to go. It's very sweet. It got me choked up a little bit. Even though he says, like, I'll come find you again later. I'm like, don't. It's when you're be 18. Oh. <laughs> this is just real like Al no. Um <laughs> And then uh, then what? Then what happens? And then um, we do our plugs. You go first. Oh, um, well, if you are in the GTA, uh, come see my uh, very good. Um, um, we've gotten a couple of good reviews. Um, uh, it is witty and um, very funny is what people say. I don't have the reviews in front of me at the moment, but we're going to be at the Hamilton Fringe Festival and that is running July 18 to 28. We are at the Aquarius Studio Space Theater Space Aquarius. I, for one, can't wait. I would like to plug my other podcast. It's a bedtime ghost. Oh, sorry. Well, oh, my, my show is called my Sex Cult, a musical God. sex explosion. You need that information if you're going to come see us. Sorry, dude. Also, if you're a listener to this podcast, you pay double. <laughs> We punish you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sex cult at the London Fringe and then at the Hamilton Fringe. Well, London will be done by the time this goes alive. Oh, my God. The Sault Ste. Marie Fringe in August. All right. My other podcast, On a Dark Cold Night. Oh, hold on. I just want to say one other thing about my... Uh... <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Come to me for all of your spooky relaxation needs. That's on a dark cold night. I personally cannot wait is that, to start. Is that your on a dark cold night voice? Uh, how do you? What's how? How do you start? Is it hello, hello, friends, or something? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it your best shot. I promise, I won't get mad. You're going to get mad. <laughs> no, I just promised. I just promised I wouldn't. Do it. Do what you were going to do. Hello, friends. I'm staying in a tower, but 
like the basement of a tower, so it's still underground, but it's very high up. Here's a story <laughs> about a man who thirsted for gold and then found some comeuppance. You know what? <laughs> That's much better than what Daniel <laughs> does on a dark cold night. What does he do? He'll be like, um, here's the tale. <laughs> <laughs> There was a monster who had bad shoes, but all he needed to know was that the shoes were behind him the entire time. Were it's, behind him? I don't know. That's why it's bad. My aunt, however, likes to say, it was a dark and stormy night, which is just wrong on all the levels. She doesn't actually listen to it. That's just what she thinks I do on the show. Yeah. It's a talk like Dracula. Um, you should definitely do a story about a guy who thirsts for gold and then gets comeuppance though I think I did Oh, I think it was um, episode I don't remember the number it was in the 50s but the title would have been All is Lost All is Lost I remember the title I do not remember the episode what was it about? Um, well, it was about a woman who uh, was married to a shitty man who was um, obsessed with gold and treasure. And then um, there are a lot of ghosts. Was that the one with the chess game? Nope. No. No, because that was a king and a queen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kind of like chess. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, he gets it. <laughs> so uh, Sam leaps into a football player in an episode called All-American. Yes. You want to hear my prediction? I sure do. Let me pull up my notes. For inspiration. Football, he got to spike the ball. Big man got to win big game. <laughs> big man got to win big game. Big man got to win big game. Got to spike ball. Spike ball, good. Got a spike ball play game. Wear helmet. Um, throw throw fast, hard. Throw fast, tackle, run. Run, run, football. Run, 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 football players. <laughs> that how that song goes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not a song. No, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, you better run, better run, outrun the then a bullet, something like that. All the little kids with the crimson case, you gotta run, man, or run. Football, run, football, run, run hard, throw fast, run hard. Spike the ball. Spike the ball. Take me out to the football. (laughs) You know, my uncle um, has a thing that he he sings that song, but just off by one syllable. <laughs> so he starts on the second syllable, but keeps going with the regular tune. So he goes, "Me out to the ball game, take me out to the crowd, buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back for its root root. Fuck, I can't I can't do it. But That's you, hard. It's hard. Wow, what a skill. He's a weird guy. Huh. The other thing he does is he sings. Uh, I don't know the do 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 do. And then he sings it to the the lyrics, George Washington Bridge over and over and over again. But again, uh, it doesn't evenly um, distribute syllables per line. So it's like George Washington Bridge, George Washington Bridge, George Washington. 
I fucked up the tune, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it was like that uh, piccolo mini piccolo mini yeah, piccolo mini 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 Train time. You sang that? That's not an original train song. Train time. You sang train time no. on road trips? No. What it would be was it would be the song that never ends, but the bass part that he imagined. So it would go like this. <laughs> this is the song that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever. <laughs> That's pretty much just the it's melody very at this morose. point. I know, I'm, I, I don't yeah. know it at all. It's just very bleak and frightening. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... So the football game, big man fight big game. Um, fight big game. Fight big game. He fight Betty big fights game. fight ball. Um, fight ball. Fight ball. <laughs> but then we get to the credits. Uh huh. <laughs> that Tron music comes, <laughs> and I just can't. And the credits are so spaced out apart from each other. They'll play like three scenes between like being like best boy grip, <laughs> whatever. Best boy grip. Best boy. <laughs> That's what this episode was about. <laughs> Best boy grip. Best boy grip. Whatever. I don't know names of people on <laughs> film sets. Best boy, comma, grip. Is that right? No, that's a thing. But best boy grip is not. Okay. Well, fuck. Whatever. Cut it. <laughs> um. But yeah, then it's like bounce, 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 just like I picture like the scene in the second Matrix movie where those albino twins are like chasing him in the highway. Like that's all I see when I hear that music. I don't even know if that's what the music sounds like that part, but that's all that I get conjured up in my brain. And so are they playing football? No. The two albinos? End, end credits. This has nothing to do with football anymore. Wait. Because we saw him leave, so, and then the credits came. Yeah. So you think... You I don't think, think anything. I'm just making comments. <laughs> and we'll continue to make comments next week on another episode of Oh, oh Boy, boy it's, it's Kristen, Kristen and Lee. I love you, Kristen. I love you, Lee.